Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Let's Go with Julio podcast. I'm a tech marketer turned leadership coach on a mission to educate, inspire, and empower you to unlock your best, most authentic self as a leader. If you're ready to confront the hard things getting in the way of your success in a way that's real and honest and loving, then you're in the right place because you can and you will. Let's go. Hi, everyone. Nice to have you. Nice to be back here on the mic chatting. Um, We're coming towards the end of the summer in New York, which is always bittersweet for me. It's nice to just have the windows open and to feel the crispness of that New York weather. It is also a reminder of everything constantly in motion, everything changing. And today's episode is about the relationship between gratitude and joy. There was a quote I read the other day, the root of joy is gratefulness. It is not joy that makes us grateful. It is gratitude that makes us joyful. I was reminded of this uh, reading Brene Brown. Joy is literally the most vulnerable human emotion that we experience according to the data. You know, you think, how could that be? The reason why joy is so hard for us is because we don't want to fully lean into it for fear that it might not last forever. We're waiting for the other shoe to drop. You know, how many of us know what this is like? Something's going really well, and then all of a sudden, in a split second, you think about how this event could go terribly wrong. When you're constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop, you don't allow yourself to fully lean into the joy and fully enjoy the fullness of this emotion. So what's interesting and why I bring up gratitude right now as a pathway to joy, why this is so important is because I'm at an interesting milestone in the business. The growth of this podcast, the TEDx talk that I secured for Harlem on October 28th, the new friends that I'm meeting from social media The conference I'm speaking at, September 11th at Out and Equal in Florida. And so there's so many good things happening. There's so much momentum happening. And I find myself sometimes struggling to access the joy. You know, thinking about lack, what I don't have, what's not enough, what needs to move faster. And I get on the mic to share this because I think we're starving for more joy. We want real, authentic joy in our lives. And the way to access that joy is by cultivating a gratitude practice. We're going to tie on to this episode a couple minutes at the end where you can get still and cultivate a gratitude practice. And Ricky, who is our producer, is going to take us through that. How cool is that? Yes, I love this idea. She has tools that we can benefit from to help you ground yourself in gratitude. This is the foundation for meaning and purpose in your life. You gotta get still, you gotta open the heart, you gotta allow and invite the gratitude and the joy flows from that. So she's gonna come on after and we're gonna do a little gratitude exercise. Every day I am grateful that I get to do this work and that I'm on the journey to hone my craft, to heal my heart, to clear the way for others, 
to tell stories authentically, to be heartfelt, to be real and genuine. The reason why I am able to stay in a place of joy as I navigate the uncertainty of being a solopreneur and not knowing what's next and not having the security of a corporate job is because gratitude is my religion and gratitude is my daily practice that keeps me grounded and reminds me of the blessings that I have so that I don't have to operate from a place of scarcity and fear because the best work that I'm creating does not come from fear, does not come from scarcity. It comes from the energy of love and abundance. You know, people say gratitude is an attitude. I don't actually think it's an attitude because you can have an attitude about something but that doesn't necessarily dictate the action and the behavior. I actually think gratitude is a practice. It's less an attitude that you take on, and it's a practice that you intentionally find ways in your day to pause and give grace and thanks for something in your life. For example, when my husband and I wake up, when we go to bed, honey, I love you, I'm grateful for you, I'm grateful for our life, we're blessed to be in this apartment. We're grateful for the food that we eat. We're grateful that we have beautiful friends and family around us. We're grateful that we have worked hard to cultivate peace and tranquility in our home, and we have achieved that. And we work hard every day at maintaining that. And when you can find gratitude in what you have, it has the power to change the way everything else shows up in your life. I think there's a corporate context here, which is so many of us are running around scared. We're running around fearful. We're swirling. We're thrashing. We're uh, circling back. You know, insert corporate jargon to illustrate that we are on a team who does not know how to make effective decisions and who is suffering as a result. You know, there's a difference between gratitude and positivity. And I just want to call that out quick because what I'm not saying here is that you should run around saying things are more positive than they are. That's counterfeit and it's false. I would run into this sometimes at work where everyone is bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and, oh, everything is great, everything is fine while their hair is on fire. And it's like toxic positivity is not the same as gratitude. There is a way to be in difficult circumstances but be real. Hey, this is hard. What we're doing right now is a real struggle, but I'm grateful that I'm not doing it alone. I'm grateful that we're here as a team and that we're in this space and that we're communicating. And our job here is to keep lines of communication open so that we can keep moving forward versus, hey, everything is good. We've hit our quarterly goals and we're continuing to grow and we're every, this is good and that's good and we're grading our own papers. And there's a difference. And I think Y'all probably know what I'm talking about. And some of the work to be done here is for us to move away from this notion of toxic positivity and towards real gratitude. And I think this is a nice little parallel between head and heart. The head is rationally saying, you know, everything is fine. Everything is fine. There's a lot of people running around doing that, but they're missing the heart part, the connection to heart. Gratitude can be deployed at any moment in every circumstance. I dealt with a lot of people in these tech jobs who are millionaires, 
their families are millionaires, they're millionaires, they have a whole lot of money. They have a whole lot of external things. And oftentimes we think that those external things are gonna bring us joy, but they don't. External objects don't bring you joy. They can't bring you joy. It's short term. It's not real. And I think that's a story that we tell ourselves. And so many of us are running around worried about what other people will think and worried about trying to access joy through external achievements or external material objects. But joy's an inside job. I think in order to cultivate a gratitude practice and have more joy in your life, we ha you have to let go of the scarcity mindset and this fear, this fear of the dark. I think happiness is tied to circumstance and it ebbs and flows as those circumstances come and go. But joy, on the other hand, is more consistently tethered to our hearts by gratitude and by our connection to that which is greater than ourselves. You know, I think the thing that really hit home for me was COVID. You know, seeing how many people died during COVID, how tragic that was. Recognizing that the next breath is not guaranteed. And that really sobered me up to the power of living in the space of grace. Recognizing that it is just a blessing and a gift just to be here on this earth doing what I'm doing. In the ordinary moment of being here, how extraordinary that is. When I think of gratitude and the power of gratitude to cultivate joy, I think of my mother. Here is a woman who is 58 years old today, was a teenage mom, was doing her best in service of others. She cleaned houses. She taught school. She worked the overnight shift and then would go to the bagel store and then go to the soup kitchen and then go to the pantry and make sure that we were always provided for. Got into a car accident, hit by a drunk driver in her 30s, titanium screws in her back, in perpetual chronic pain all day, every day, has been through two divorces. She has so much grace and gratitude and quote unquote, nothing to show for it. She now is sleeping on an air mattress in a friend's living room while she figures out what's next in her life. And here is a woman, you would see her and you would think, wow, she's cash poor, but heart rich. And the reason why I think she's the richest woman I know is because of her capacity to live from grace and to be in a gratitude practice and recognize that even though she doesn't have a lot of money, even though she doesn't have her house, even though she doesn't have a lot of the things we take for granted, she was reminded of the power and the grace of just having her breath, just getting to be here, still be here. How big is that? I feel like gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. And it does that because it turns what we have into enough. I think in our scarcity culture, where we feel this state of lack of, this is part of the reason why I left marketing, because the whole point of marketing is to get you to realize that there's a delta between where you are today and where you need to be. And the goal is to get you to convert and buy and engage in something. And I didn't want to contribute my energy towards 
help making people feel not enough, like there's something lacking. Because I think the big lesson is that we are enough. We are more than enough because we are here now on this planet for this period of time. We are enough. And gratitude is the way to find your way to enoughness by recognizing what you have. And when you get to that place, you can unlock the joy. So the relationship between gratitude and joy are inextricable. They're related. Your gratitude practice serves as the pathway to your joy. Joy is a function of your capacity to make it a daily practice to be in gratitude and to find gratitude in the moments. Just try it. Give it an experiment. Try finding five things you're grateful for every day for a week and then try two weeks and then try three weeks. You could do it in bed. You could write it down. You could do it in the shower before you even get out of bed. Maybe you don't go for your phone right away. You take a breath and you think about what you're grateful for. I love how Michael Singer says, this world is billions of years old, okay? You get 80 years here, give or take. Things will go on without you. How are you going to choose to use this time while you're here? Find the joy. Access the joy. The joy is your birthright. Claim it and own it. Find ways to be a little bit more joyful in your life this week. And we're doing the work here. We're doing the work to invite more joy in our lives, even amidst all of the chaos that's going on in the outside world. And the way to do that is through slowing down and cultivating the practice of gratitude. And we start right now with this practice. Hi, everyone. So we'll start our practice by finding a comfortable seat. And if you've been listening to this episode, driving or washing dishes or doing some other activity, you can save this portion for later when you're able to just get a little more comfortable and a little bit more present. But if you're in the space to do so, go ahead and find that comfortable seat, maybe sitting on a chair, maybe on a cushion on the floor. And just organize yourself in a way where you have a firm connection to the support beneath you. And then you can just rest your hands comfortably in your lap. And think of growing just a little taller through your spine. You can either close your eyes or just rest your gaze downwards towards the floor a few feet ahead of you. Relax the little muscles in your face, around your forehead, your eyes, your jaw. And soften through your belly and breathe in a way that's completely effortless. As you breathe in, just notice where you feel that expansion happening. That rise of the inhale, or maybe it's just the air moving through the nose. 
Just locating that inhale in your body. And as you breathe out, inviting a quality of ease to move through the surface of your skin. Invite a quality of ease to move through the mind. Just take a little time to simply watch the rise and fall of your breathing. When you notice your mind start to wander, just come back to the next breath. And see if you can identify something about your direct experience right now that you feel grateful for, that you can appreciate. No need to overthink it. It can be something as simple as the temperature of the air on your skin. Maybe some other physical sensation like contact with a soft blanket. Maybe there's some ease in the body where there was recently discomfort. Maybe you're in the presence of a pet. Maybe it's just the fact that you're breathing. If the activity of the mind starts to take over, just notice that. Come back to your breath and then see if you can find that quality of gratitude again. As you invite that feeling of gratitude, you might ask yourself where you feel it. 
Just become a little bit more curious about the sensation of feeling grateful or appreciative. And we'll let that go. And now I'll invite you to bring to mind someone you're grateful for. A loved one, someone you trust, someone who has helped you recently. I'm just reflecting on what you appreciate about that person. And you might again get curious about where that feeling of gratitude lives in your body. What are the sensations of gratitude? Are they similar to when you notice something about your physical experience? When you bring to mind this person you're grateful for, does the sensation of gratitude change at all? Just getting a little more familiar with it. I'll let that go. We'll do just one more and I'll invite you to find something about yourself that you feel grateful for. A quality that you possess that you appreciate. Maybe a recent act of service. Something you've been proud of yourself recently for. Maybe something as simple as being grateful for your physical body that does so much for you on a daily basis. And if that kind of thinking discursive mind starts to take over, or if there's any kind of over-analysis or evaluation. See if you can just soften that and come back to the feeling of gratitude. What does it feel like now?
where does that feeling of gratitude live in your body now that it's directed towards yourself? We can let that go now and just come back to the sensation of breath. And just notice how you're feeling after those contemplations of gratitude. Before we close, just taking a moment to acknowledge your effort here, your willingness, your openness to take a little time to be still and quiet with yourself and cultivate gratitude. And then when you're ready, you can start to relax your posture, let your eyes softly open if they're closed, and then allow your body to just move in any ways that it needs to move, take a little stretch, and we'll transition back into the rest of your day. Thank you for your practice. Wherever this podcast finds you in your life, My message to you is to find a little bit of time in your day to give yourself some grace. And if you can do that consistently enough, you will unearth more joy in your life. I love you all. Keep growing, keep thriving, keep living your best life. Let's go, baby.